And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. I love a good BuzzFeed survey. You know, those ones where they show a bunch of different pictures and you pick one from each frame and then they tell you your personality, your perfect match the perfect job for you. So as I was traveling last week, I had a moment where I was thinking about one of these surveys that I took, one of those ones that's supposed to tell you where you're supposed to live. Mountains, desert, city, or beach. I've always known that I love the ocean. I grew up spending my summers there. And so finding myself at the ocean and feeling at home, that wasn't such a shocker for me. What's interesting though, is that unlike any other place, there are lessons that land for me when I'm on the beach, when I'm in presence of the great ocean that just don't happen in other places. So as I was enjoying the energy of the beach and feeling wrapped in the comfort of this wonderful place, I also had some experiences with energy, mostly as you might guess, with people and their dogs. Or in the case of this particular instance, someone who didn't have a dog, but sure did appear to be entitled about touching mine. I'll get to that in this week's episode. Hey there, everybody. I'm Kathy Brooks, your host for Talk Unleashed, the weekly untethered view of what communication can really look like when we're prepared to be radically honest, radically authentic, and radically compassionate, conscious communication. It's what I coach, it's what I do, and each week on the podcast, that's what I get to share. Sometimes just my musings and sometimes in conversation with remarkable human beings. This week on the podcast, energy. The energy of places, the energy of people, and the energy of dogs. And all the delicious lessons that we get to learn when we're paying attention at any given moment in time. So, settle back, settle in, and listen up. This is Talk Unleashed. Would you rather live at the beach, at a lake, in the mountains, or in the desert? It's one of those interesting BuzzFeed sort of question things where they would often have pictures of things, of places, of foods and things, and then tell you exactly the kind of person who you are. <laughs> I always found that interesting. And I always had a hard time deciding where I'd wanna be. Where would I live? Where would I choose to be? The vast majority of my life was spent on a coast. For most of it within walking distance of the beach on the west coast of the US. 
I should say my life up until now, given that I've got a lot of runway left. I lived in the desert for 10 years full-time and made a home there, made a powerful and beautiful and magical home. So when it came time for me to take a bit of a sabbatical and I ended up literally in the middle of the woods back on the East Coast, I found this unbelievable soothing and nurturing feeling being surrounded by the trees. And today I'm at the beach. I think I see where my real home is. Not necessarily the place that I will live, but the place that resonates, where I feel like every single cell in my body is working in harmony. Now this is the Atlantic which is a little bit different than the Pacific, of course. The coastline is different. The waves hit the shoreline differently. The sand is even different on the beach. But there's one thing that is exactly the same. It's a paradox. The paradox of being in a place that is so vast that you can't see the other side. There is such enormity to it, and yet at the same time, feeling held, protected. Some of the clearest, most powerful, and most joyful memories of my childhood are at the ocean. Walking on the beach in Ventnor, New Jersey with my dad. Now we would walk for hours on the beach, my dad and I, one end to the other, sometimes not talking at all, just listening to the waves. Energy. It really is all about energy. As I've been here on the beach this morning encountering quite a few people with dogs, as you might imagine, and really interesting, as always, to see those who move with an energy of entitlement with their dogs, an energy of avoidance, an energy of complete delusion. Those who charmingly say, oh, my dog is very friendly as an incredibly assertive, overly aggressive body posture dog comes bounding at your dogs. It's also really interesting. I. I listen often to a wonderful dog trainer out of New York, Steve Del Savio, pack leader dogs. And he talks about the entitlement that people feel around petting other people's dogs. And that when someone says, hey, may I pet your dog? The, it's perfectly legitimate to say no. And it's really interesting to see how some people respond to that. Now, my response when I'm out with my dogs most of the time, and I mean most of the time, is thank you so much for asking. They're in training. Every now and again, if I'm in a very calm place, my dogs are in a calm energy, I see that they're responding well to the energy of the person approaching, I'll let them say hello. Because of course I want my dogs to be socialized. 
But when I'm in a new place and my dog's energy is imbalanced and I can see that the person coming in is definitely discordant to theirs, the answer is no, I'm, thank you for asking. <laughs> They're in training. And this morning, as my dogs and I are sitting here calmly, I have Inigo and Ruthie in a down stay, and I have Harlow in my lap, and we're just enjoying the waves. And a woman comes up, hand outstretched, as though it was going to be a given that she could touch the dogs. And I watched my dog's body language immediately tense as they felt her coming around behind them. And she said, May I pet them? And I said, thank you so much for asking. They're actually in training. Her response was fascinating. She called me quite a few very interesting names that I won't repeat. And huffed off, proceeding to actually point back at me and refer to my dogs as she passed each person walking down the beach. Now, I don't know what she was saying, and frankly, it doesn't really matter to me, but my heart really opened for her because what I saw was someone who is walking through the world in such discomfort. Dogs clearly give her comfort, and yet she doesn't seem to have the language or energy to know how to ask for what she needs in a way that she gets it energy. It's not the words we use when we communicate. It's the energy behind them. The intention. Where am I coming from? <sighs> I love being at the beach for so many reasons. Not the least of which are the lessons that she never fails to provide. We did it again, another episode of Talk Unleashed. It's so great to have you here. And you know what would be even more great if you could scoot over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe even Spotify, and leave a review. Over on Apple, you actually have the chance to say a little bit about the episode. Spotify, just throw some stars on there, hopefully five. It helps us get seen and helps ensure that this conversation and conversations like it keep getting heard by the people who need to hear them. So do us a favor, hop on over and leave a review. And in the category of saying awesome things about awesome people, huge thanks to my producer, John McLean and the team at Monster Sound and Picture. They are just the best. And if you've got ideas or questions or feedback, I read all the email that comes in, so feel free to toss a message to talkunleashed at gmail.com. That's talkunleashed at gmail.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to hear from, all the groovy stuff. And most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening, for being part of the conversation, and for keeping the conversation going. See you next week. Thank you.